Hi everybody. Welcome back to my channel. This is kind of a improv, not planned video. Okay, this is raw, uncut Kelly talking out loud, recording it on video, hoping that somebody out there actually receives the message. Okay, because I've noticed lately, and a lot of people that I know, like right here in my six degrees. There's so many people that do not know how to discern between the intuitive mind and the logical mind. It's curious. It's very curious to me. See, I'm very, I'm very um, scientific. I want to understand things mainly so that I can help resolve them. Yeah, I saw that too. So I've been doing a lot of um, conversations with God lately. Conversations with Spirit. On how can I make this clear to people? Like, how can I make you see The difference between the two. So I've been writing down notes, okay? I've been writing down notes. And this evening in my daily life, um, something happened that kind of triggered me that said, okay, I need to make this video because God love you. Hopefully the people that know me personally are following my videos. And the ones that are meant to get this message get it. And hopefully the people who follow my videos that don't know me and are meant to get this message fucking get it. Like finally, finally get it, right? That was a gnat. That wasn't a fairy. So I'm going to put on my glasses. I didn't even take time for makeup. Okay. I just, I did not even take time for makeup. So this is me in my everyday life. No makeup, no fancy hair, no fancy clothes, but hell, not even a bra, really. But don't look and don't judge. Don't judge. Muscle memory. That's all I got to say. Muscle memory. Okay. So, I digress. Um, I want to get to my notes that I've been taking for a couple weeks now. And I kind of titled the whole compilation of notes. I know that might be weird, but I, I titled it, let there be light in the darkness. We exclaim inside our mind. So over the mountain and through the cave and out the other side, we must go. Okay. And yes, Monica, I will put this in the next book I write. I love you. So once you love yourself again, really truly realize your self-worth and you are ready for a change in direction. Whether it's in a relationship, a friendship, trust me, friendships can be more toxic than intimate relationships sometimes. 
where you work, things that you normally do, socializing, social circles, even addictions that maybe you normally partake in, okay? Whatever it is, you can't expect to magically change it or you overnight. You're going to go through phases as you're healing. You're going to go through phases as you're forgiving yourself and others and understanding everybody's role in this movie. You're going to go through phases as you're doing all of this shadow work because that's what this is. Going into the cave, that's shadow work. And we're never too old to go back into the cave. We always go back. We should always go back. We should always learn and grow and reflect all those things. We should do them. It's healthy. So as we go through the shadow work in these phases, we head for any glimmer of light that we see to get out of all of this, right? We don't want in this darkness. So any light that we see, we grab it, right? We follow it. We breathe it. We not only inhale it, but absorb it because we need that light and that's okay. Follow me because that's okay. We're walking through instincts, the steps of instincts, not judgment. We want out of this darkness. So we follow any glimmer of light that we see. And then it may become tiring. It was only there for a season. I love that expression. It was only meant for a season. And that's okay. We keep mustering strength that we didn't know we had. And we keep following light. This light, that light, the other light. We follow this light for a while. We follow that light for a season. So on and so forth. Are you following me? We see a bigger light, we follow it then another, then another, before you know it, before you know it, you have finally reached the outside of the cave again. You have followed the light into finding your own light. That's the point of the shadow work. And that's why it's okay to follow other light until you find your own. This is why I say to people on my website that I hold the torch for you until you're ready to carry it yourself. Because I understand we all have a different path. We all have different learning curves. We're all going to learn at different paces, different times, in different ways. And that's okay. It's all okay. There are no wrong ways to learn. So, 
when you finally reach the outside of this cave that you've been in, that's within you, you finally bask in the light, the love, the joy of life again, which is you, your light, your happiness, your joy, because only you can truly make you happy. We choose to allow others to make us happy or not. We also choose whether we make ourselves happy or not. And true happiness comes from within. A very good friend of mine knows that very well. It has a website named after it. So you've raised your vibration with each light that you have followed. Elevating you high enough to conquer the mountain and travel through the cave, the darkness, the unknown, until you've found your way through your shadow self to true liberation. Liberation to be you. Liberation to embrace you. Enjoy you. Create the life that you desire for you. You see, as the wise druid rune says, you must first drink of the waters to nourish yourself. And then, then there is plenty to share with others. Be full within yourself first, not last, not even second. First, even as a parent, and that is a fine line of balance. I understand it intimately. But even as a parent that will willingly suffer, sacrifice, and do without for their child, their young, their offspring, you must remain healthy and in good balance and good vibration within yourself in order to lead, in order to teach, in order to nurture and protect those very people that you would sacrifice so much for. The one thing you should not sacrifice is yourself if you love them so much. Because they need you to be as strong as you can be. And that's not selfish. That's real love for you and them. That's real love. The animal kingdom knows this very well. And we are on top of that animal kingdom. So why are we not as wise or even, even better, wiser than the rest of the animals that know this very well, that they have to take care of their self and keep their self strong and nourished in order to care for and protect their children properly. This is not a selfish act. Society has it all twisted. That logical mind shit has it all twisted from the sacred mind, the intuitive mind, 
we need to get straight with that again. So I want to move on a little further into this understanding, this discernment about loving yourself, trusting yourself, trusting that sacred mind over that logical mind. And we're going to talk about relationships. Some people just are not meant to be together. Okay. They're like oil and water. And we need to just be very logical and balanced in listening to the intuition and trusting it and using that logic as the assistant that we need it to be in times of discernment in relationships. Okay. Any type of relationship, intimate, parental, sibling, friendship, business, etc. Any relationship. Use this true discernment. So I want you to move out of the space of how you want to see someone react or respond and view it from a space of, is this genuine? Does it feel like it's really their truth? Never mind your needs, your desires, your love language, the way you need to be dealt with or whatever. Never mind that. Don't think about yourself for a moment. Step out of it into this, you know, higher consciousness, bigger picture view and really look at the person in front of you. Really listen to them. Really gauge that for the truth value it has, right? Follow me, follow me here. Look and feel their truth that they're speaking. Then ask, is this agreeable and suitable for them? The situation you find yourself in? And is it agreeable and suitable for you? Is it okay? Is it acceptable? Is it enough? And if you say yes, make the best of it all. Make the best of all of it. Don't look at the negatives. Appreciate them. Learn from them. Right? Learn from them. Don't say it's okay to be different. It's okay to have a different opinion than me. And then judge someone for having a different opinion than you and speaking their truth and honoring their belief. That's not fair to anybody. It's not fair. And the two of you should not be in any type of relationship or conversation whatsoever. If that's the way you're going to be with each other, it's not, it's not good. It's not healthy. And that includes the children who people think aren't listening and learning, but they are. They're always listening and learning. 
from the way we behave and interact with each other. So be the bigger person. Face the facts. Because sometimes, just sometimes, people choose that love just isn't enough to keep the relationship going. And other times, other times, they do. It's enough. So if you see a couple, or you see a pair of friends, or you see a sibling with their brother or sister, and they have extreme differences, but they can still get along, and they can still love each other, and they can still honor each other's differences, bless them and love them. Because that's some hard work right there. That's some real hard work. That's true acceptance. That's true unconditional love. And that's a hard feat to achieve for yourself. And it's a hard reward to gain for yourself. Look, I got some little alfalfa sprouts in my hair. People shouldn't change to make another person happy. People shouldn't change unless they see room for improvement for themselves. Their own soul sees that there is room to grow and improve. That's the only time we should change. And yes, we should change. We should grow. We should develop. But only in our own time, in our own way at our own pace. No pressure. No judgment. Right? Acceptance. Unconditional love. And remember that there is someone somewhere that will love you exactly the way you are. Exactly. The way you are, even if there's room for improvement, which there always is. Some people are just like oil and water. Some people are just not meant to be in any type of partnership or relationship. Just be blessed for knowing them. Acknowledge that you are on two totally different wavelengths, soul paths, journeys, vibrations, whatever you want to call it. Namaste, walk away, right? That needs to be a hashtag. <coughs> hashtag, namaste, walk away, right? Yeah. So anyway, get back to my notes here. Right, people should only change if they see room for the improvement. And there's someone somewhere that will love you for you. And yeah, if you don't find them in this lifetime, maybe you will in the next. And you know, I know that seems like a bummer. I, I trust me, I know. Trust me. Look, trust me. I know. I've been married five times. Five times. I'm a Cancerian. I love people. I forgive them. 
I don't walk away easy. I don't give up on people easy. That's who I am. I'm a hopeless romantic. Everybody deserves their soulmate. If anybody should be completely bummed out about that, it should be considered. But I'm really kind of not, you know, I kind of am. But I'm really mostly not because I think Cancerians particularly, the hardest lesson that they had in any lifetime is to learn how to love their self first. And that's why I know how to teach you because I had to learn it the hard way. You have to love yourself first. You have to make your own happiness. You have to be comfortable being independent, being solo, being solitary. You know, you have to be able to walk in that power and be okay with it. And if it's meant to be, then it's meant to be. And if it's not, that's okay too. It's just not, you know, if not in this lifetime, it'll be in another lifetime. It's all about perspective. Everything in life, in any life, is about perspective. What do you choose? It's free will. What do you choose to put your energy into? Do you choose to be sad? You don't have your soulmate? Or do you choose to be thankful for the things you do have and move forward and show people what you have to offer them? Right? Like everything's about perspective and free will. And I think sometimes guilty conscience confession. Sometimes I feel like because I'm so aware of this and have been so aware of this for so long. I think I really just hoped I would witness more people who get it than not. And so when I speak to you all and I say to you, trust me, I know how you feel. I know how frustrated you are about the people around you, the people you love and care about just not waking up and getting it. Like, I know, I know, man. Whoa. I know your pain. Like so deeply, intimately. What is up with that one hair? And why is it so noticeable? There must be electric in here or something. I'm always growing new little hairs. I don't know what's up with that. You would think as old as I am, it would stop. Anyway. Um, see, I get distracted easy too. I'm not perfect. Um, where was I at? Right. Somebody that will love you for you. And if not in this lifetime, the next. Right? It should never. It should never be your main focus. Whether or not you find your soulmate. See, again, 
we become the best teachers of what we most needed to learn. It's back to that loving yourself thing. Because your main focus shouldn't be on where is the love of my life? Why can't I find Mr. or Mrs. Wright? Where is my soulmate? Your main focus needs to be on what truly brings you joy in life on your own without a mate because you have to be whole in order to feel complete with someone else. And the funny thing is, like I've always taught that, but I don't think I ever truly understood the depth of it until this past year. Like that's a really deep statement to love yourself, to find your happiness within. It's, it's one of those easier said than done things, right? And even though I knew it, now I know it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I digress again. My apologies. Okay, so it should never be your main focus. Loving yourself and feeling confident that you are enough is what should be your focus. It should be what you strive for. For you. For your soul. For your soul's growth. And ascension. And development. And blossoming and blooming. And unlocking all of your magical capabilities. And also, your judgment upon yourself. We are our own worst judges. No one in this world that you have ever met will ever, ever be as hard of a judge on you as you are for yourself. Ever. When you die and those scales are being weighed, that's your thought that's weighing those scales. Your thought, your opinion of yourself and how well you think you've done in this lifetime is what changes that balance and decides how much you've learned and how much you deserve to go ahead. How many steps do you get to go ahead? Because on the soul level, you are honest with yourself. But that logical mind overrides that sacred intuitive mind in this vehicle we call a body. Yeah. And it's not honest because it doesn't want to give up its power that this rightfully has. It's that devil on your shoulder and the angel, right? 
So be honest with you. Look hard at who you really are. Always. Always. Even if you think you're mostly good, don't be afraid to still look at the bad and embrace it and honor it and see where it can be improved or where it's necessary to keep, right? Don't let your ego cloud your judgment of yourself. We always, always have room to grow. Some are jealous of beautiful people. But how many beautiful people, honestly, have real unconditional love for their self? Most of the beautiful people, like in Hollywood or wherever, they're very vain. They're very egotistical. And sure, they seem to really be full of their self and love their self a whole lot. But honestly, how many of them are drug addicts or attempt suicide or commit suicide or end up in some kind of therapy because they have emotional or mental issues because they're not really loving their self unconditionally. I mean, there's a lot of misconceptions on both sides of a lot of things, but where beauty is concerned, people think that beautiful people have an easy life, and that's not true, because most beautiful people don't even really believe that they're beautiful, or if they do believe that they're beautiful, they don't believe that they're beautiful. And so it still makes them feel less than. It's tragic, actually. I know quite a few really, really beautiful human species. Fabulously beautiful who are absolutely tormented on the inside, in their soul. I could name celebrities. Marilyn Monroe, Princess Diana, Michael Jackson, Robin Williams. All beautiful people. Okay, Robin Williams wasn't like gorgeous to look at, maybe, but the others are. tormented souls. Elvis was a tormented soul. Beautiful people don't have easy lives. And beautiful people don't just naturally love their self. So lots of misconceptions on both ends. Cleopatra even. Cleopatra the Great, the seventh. She was said to be the most beautiful of all the Cleopatras. And yet, people wrote stories of her feeling less than. Interesting. 
Um, so I have some random notes wrote down here. I'm just kind of trying to figure through which ones I want to talk about next. I had many lessons in toxic relationships in my life. Um, not just romantically, friendships, family, you name it, business. Not only to learn properly how to teach love thyself principles to others, but to force me to decide to seek my own destiny regardless of having a partner or not. And that's really what I want to hit home for all of you, that choosing to love yourself, choosing to have unconditional love for self, is choosing to go toward your own soul purpose, your own destiny. Because when you don't put yourself first, with others, you don't put your destiny first because of others. So I'm not encouraging you not to be in relationships and I'm not encouraging you not to love people. On the contrary, I'm saying love yourself first and stand true and honest in your path, your journey to joy and your destiny. And the one who is meant to be with you, one, not all the other lesson karmic soulmates, one, he or she will walk next to you because he or she shares the same type of journey and destiny. Honoring yourselves individually and honoring each other for the journey. That's the way it should be. And that seems like it should be a no-brainer. It seems like we shouldn't have to talk about discernment between the intuitive mind, which speaks to the heart and the soul and the body, versus the logical mind that will tell the heart and the soul and the body to shut up. Doesn't matter how much you hurt or ache or wrench or get sick. The logical mind will tell you to shut up. I digress. So it forced me to decide to seek my destiny, regardless of having a partner or not. I had to really be ready for complete independence in every sense of that word. Independently, depending on me to support me financially, emotionally, physically, 
healthily, spiritually, internally and externally, depending on me and solely me to sustain me in every sense of the word, not just some, every sense of the word, complete, whole, total, enough, right? I had to learn to love myself the way that I know that I'm worth being loved. And we teach by example. So if we teach each partner, each relationship, where the boundaries are, do we not teach them by the way we honor and love ourselves? First, do we not teach them clear boundaries by honoring and staying true to us? First, we don't bend our rules for them. Because when we do, we teach them that they can mold us and change us to their liking. Which is never going to work out well. Because your soul is never going to be happy with bending and changing to someone else's will. It's not yours. It's not your truth. It's not who you are. We don't want that for others. Why do we allow it for ourselves? Just look over some things here because I know there was something else in this I want to come back to. Right, okay. So, thinking, thought, logical mind. Thought and thought, right? I'm always saying thought matters. Thought matters. Whose thought is it? Is it your soul's thought or is it the logical mind's thought? How to discern. I think I'm happy. I think I listen to my intuition. I think I can be happy living this way. I think I can be happy with this job. I think I could be happy in this relationship. That is not using your intuition. That is your logical mind telling you to shut up and not listen to your senses, your conversation, your speech that you're having with yourself. The red flags within you. The alarms that are going off. How do you feel when you're at this job or this place or in this relationship or this situation? What is your body saying? What is your body talking to you about? Where do you tense up? Where do you hurt? Where do you feel fight or flight? Where do you feel nervous or uncomfortable? And why do you feel that way? Pay attention to that. 
whenever something is making you feel in, uneasy in any sense of the word, you need to take heed and stop ignoring it. If you want to walk in your true power, if you want to understand true discernment, if you want to know how to be the amazing, freaking miraculous creator you can be, stop ignoring your soul. Your spirit is talking to you all the time. Your spirit guides are talking. Your angels are talking. Your higher self is talking. You're just not listening. At least not all the time. So all of these things, these negative, I think I can be, that's not intuition. That's your logical mind thinking, analyzing, really feel the situation, really feel the moment that you're in. Feeling it is listening to your intuition, not thinking, not rationalizing, feeling. And when you make up your mind that you're no longer curious or care to know what another person has to say in response to you deciding to walk away from people who make you feel negatively. When you no longer need to have that last word before you can walk away clean, that's when you know. That's when you really know. You figured it out. You know how to love yourself. You know how to have clear boundaries. You know how to say, I am enough and I don't need this. Right? Now, earlier, 42 minutes ago, I said, there's a flip side and two sides to every story. So in this, in this moment, I want you to also look at that other side of this, because this is something else, particularly females, and I'm not trying to bash on you. I am not. Particularly females are guilty of this, but it's because we feel with love and compassion and we want to be blind to the truth. Okay. But so on the flip side of this, if someone can walk away from you clean and not tell you how I kiss my ass and you're sitting here for months and you're pining over them and you're wondering if they're ever coming back and you're needing closure, honey, that was all the closure you needed. Whatever was happening between you all wasn't meshing with them. I'm not saying that's your fault. I'm saying it wasn't meshing with them. If they can walk away that clean and easy, you were not something they could invest in. That is not for you to take as a punishment or a put down or you not being enough. That goes back to that oil and water thing. And you should count your blessings that they walked away clean with no drama. Count your blessings. That is your closure. You don't need drama. You don't need all this tit for tat. I said this. You said that. 
None of it. There's no amount of arguing or listen to my side of it kind of stuff that's going to make you two come together the way you need to be if you're oil and water. Oil and water just don't mix. Some people just are not meant to be together. So don't feel bad about yourself. Don't feel like you need closure. Don't hold your heart open for them and not see new love that could be coming in that is something fucking amazing for you because you're still waiting on this schmuck. Who is your oil to your water? You don't need it. Don't waste your energy on it. Let it go. There should not even be anything to heal from. Let it go. Thank God it walked away easy. Thank God. Right? I don't know how many times I have had to say to people, it's not that you're not enough. And you can't do anything to change any of it. And there's, like, you shouldn't change who you are and they shouldn't change who they are to make it work. If you can't blend together naturally, organically, you're not meant to be together. It's that simple. I don't understand why it's not as simple as it is. I really wish it was because it would end a lot of heartache. That's my passion about this. If we could all come to this higher view, this higher perspective and understanding of how we're all different and on different paths and different journeys and different levels of vibration and speeds of learning and yada yada. If we could just all completely unconditionally understand that about one another, this drama and this heartache and this healing that everybody has to do now wouldn't even exist. Like it would not exist. You would just be happy and go about your life and do what's great for you. And if the one that you're meant to be with happens to be in this lifetime and finds you or you find them, blessed be. Blessed be freaking be. You found them in this lifetime. They found you in this lifetime. Blessed be. Count your blessings and move forward from there. But in the meantime, don't stew in it. Don't put yourself down. Don't not love yourself or feel like you're not enough. And don't look at them and put them down and feel like they're not enough. Because it's not about you or them like that. It's about each of us being individuals and each of us being creators, magnificent, beautiful, wonderful creators. We all have faults. We all have room for improvement. We all have lessons to learn. Some harder than others, some longer than others, some easier than others, whatever. We get easy lessons and hard ones all the time. So everything in life is about perspective, but mainly this relationship nonsense, this relationship stuff is just batshit crazy. It's batshit crazy, the way people act. And I mean that in the most loving way. I really do. I really, really do. Um, 
I'm not trying to fuss at people. I just, I feel like I'm not doing enough to show you how to not suffer and feel the pain that you're experiencing because a lot of it is unnecessary. A lot of it really is controllable. A lot of it really is about free will and choice in perspective. And if everybody was happier within themselves because they got a better ex ex experience, a better perspective of their experience, we can certainly um, all harmonize together a lot better. We could certainly all put our different vibrations together and make really beautiful music, you know, like a great big symphony, a great big orchestra. And I really want that for us. I do. I want it terribly bad for us. I know it's possible. I know it's coming. I'm just impatient, I guess. Like I said at the beginning of the video, some things have happened in my life today that kind of triggered this and prompted me to make a video about these notes that I've been taking because really these notes are things that were going in my book that I'm writing, but, and I'm not trying to make props about that. Um, I just really felt compelled today to do a video instead. I feel an urgency for the human heart and the human spirit that maybe doesn't have um, the luxury of waiting till a book gets written and put into print and they can purchase it. So I felt compelled to make the video. Um, I really hope that this did someone some good out there somewhere. And I really love all of you and I thank you for tuning in and watching my videos no matter what kind of crazy I pull out of my ass and throw out to you. I love you much. Be well and be blessed. Love yourself and then love others the way you love you. That easy. Bye.